And so we just thank God for the things that he has done. And I want them to go ahead and pull up these slides uh, that I'm going to share with you today. Uh, we want to thank the Lord for the things he's done just in the past year, a year and a half here at the Remnant Church. Uh, some hundred plus thousand dollars worth of improvements have been made here in this facility. And you know we don't have a hundred people. But look at God. Amen. That's supernatural right there. Amen. Amen. We're not celebrating the Lord because of material things, but this is his house. We want to take care of it. Amen. We've got a mortgage, and I'm just believing God by 2027, we won't have one anymore in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord is good to us. Uh, there's things that we want to do in our community uh, to bless people, to help people, uh, to provide resources and tools, information, hope. And as we uh, prepare ourselves to do that, we've got a lot of work to do, and it costs money. Amen. And I don't like talking about money. My wife don't either. If you've been in this church any period of time, you know that we don't say a lot. A lot of the things that we have done, we didn't ask you anything for it. Somebody say amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We are uh, sitting in expectation. There's a photo there uh, just a few months ago. Um, almost 200 feet of French drains were done out in the front. Praise God. And uh, we paid for that. Praise the Lord. And we've got some more work to do. But I want to go through here these slides and just go ahead and advance to the next one if you could. Uh, we know our vision here is to empower people to experience an abundant life in Jesus Christ. And we thank the Lord for this platform that he has given us already uh, to be able to be a light. And so uh, there's some things we've got to do here. Uh, this building uh, is some 30 years old, the one we are in right now. And the one next door is, is older than that. It's about 60 years old. And so over time, you've lived in your house any period of time, you know there are things you have to do to refresh it, amen, to keep up with it. And so there's the same way here in the Remnant Church. And we thank the Lord for what we've already done. Amen. This whole building pretty much on the inside have been repainted in the past year. Amen. It's been recarpeted. Praise the Lord. Amen. We have done all new hard surface flooring out in the offices, in the halls, the fellowship hall. Praise God. Uh, we had our sound booth built last year. Amen. And I don't know if many of you remember, sometimes we get amnesia and we forget, amen, what this place looked like when we came into it. It did not look like this. Amen. Praise the Lord. But the Lord has been good. He's been faithful. And we believe in stewardship. Anytime we've ever asked you for anything or whatever we've taken it up for, we put it where it's supposed to go. Amen. Now, I've been in church a long time. Amen. I've seen a lot of junk. But the Lord has given us a heart and a mind to be stewards of what he has blessed us with. Because it don't belong to us. It belongs to him. And so we thank the Lord for the past projects and thank the Lord for a place to come. I don't want to go in my house and see everything all tore up, messed up. And so the carpet was all tore up. Uh, we had had a water incident and we had insurance to help us. But don't you know, they didn't cover everything. We went above and beyond and we pulled on our own resources and we didn't get up here and big and we didn't fry chicken. We didn't wash no cars. Uh, but that new monument sign out there in the front, wind had blown it up. 
Amen. Lots of things we've done, and we couldn't have done any of it without your help. Amen. But the next phase of what we're doing, we're going to ask you, amen, to participate directly because we want you to have some ownership and stake and see what we're doing. And one of the main things we want to do, and I'm not doing this because somebody told me to do it, it's been on my heart for a while, is to repaint all of our campus. Uh, a more, it must need to be repainted. It's faded over time and it's old. And so we want to change the color palette and make it more modern looking and welcoming and warm. And, uh, and it's just time for it to be repainted on the outside. And so that is one of the most visible things that we have in our head to do uh, over this, by this time next year. I say that uh, we may take up the money uh, by the first of the year or the end of the first month of the year, but there's certain things you can't do at certain temperatures. You have to wait until the conditions are right. And so we want to be, have our guns loaded, can I say that, and ready to go uh, on these projects. Another thing that we have in our heart to do is to uh, improve our audio quality in the house. Um, we have recently made some upgrades uh, that are temporary fixes, uh, but don't fully solve our problem. And we thank the Lord for what we have. You may not see uh, nothing wrong with it, but a lot of this stuff is old. And we were a new church plant, and we've been here seven years as a ministry, and a lot of the stuff we inherited, uh, very, rare, very few things we purchased brand new. It's all been cobbled together. And so uh, we have not... Uh, we have grown, let me say that. We didn't used to have a band. We didn't used to have six and seven folks singing. We thank the Lord for growth, amen. And as we continue to grow, uh, we want to recalibrate some things so that uh, we have the best of the best, amen, so we can control the sound and improve the clarity of what's happening. And so don't you know that's not cheap. That costs money, and we're going to need your help to do that. We also want to have a more uh, uh, modern uh, display behind me. I'd love to have an LED board on this wall uh, hanging suspended somewhere up here. And so we want to do something as it pertains to that. Um, and we want to fix the doors next door on our youth annex. Um, that building is old. And, and if you don't know it, you can go over there and pram right open without the key. <laughs> so we want to improve the safety and security. There's no natural light in that building. So we want to put some storefront doors on that facility. And so we can see who's coming and what's going. And uh, just overall be able to secure the facility in a more reasonable and sensible way. And so. Uh, these are just estimates. If you know anything about anything right now, everything is going up in price at it's, it's the store itself. Amen. The grocery store. Amen. Gas. Praise God. And, and if you don't know anything about anything and you try to do anything at your home on your job, it's hard to find anybody to do good work to show up and do what they said they was going to do. Amen. And so we're going to be praying for that the Lord continue to bless us, connect us with the right people. And some of the things we've done already, we did it because we had people here and we had a crew just in the past 30 days. There was, there was construction going on in the back. And I don't know that y'all knew it, but all those offices had to be gutted out and repainted, new insulation, new flooring, 
et cetera, et cetera. So we did all of that silently. Amen. We didn't say nothing, uh, but the Lord has blessed us. And so this is what we want to do. We're calling this Heart for the House. And our goal is by the end of January 2023, amen, we're going to have our big gift Sunday. And on that last Sunday of the year, we're going to take up the biggest offering of the year on that Sunday. And we've got four months to prepare for it. And the way we're going to do this, uh, about a month from now, we're going to put out some cards. And we want you to tell us, how can you help us? And we want you to be prayerful the rest of this month. We know that there's lots of things that we all have to do. And, uh, but I just believe God has what we need right here. And we're going to sow and we're going to give big. And we're going to continue to improve the house of the Lord. And this is just part of it. There's a whole lot more we need to do. Amen. But this is where we're going to get started in terms of what's next. Because a lot of things we've already done. Praise God. Amen. So on January the 29th, 2023, that's when we want to collect all of that. So you've got some time. Amen. And we want you to think, be it. And we know God can do anything. $50,000 is our goal. And that sounds like a lot of money. Amen. But and it is. But it's nothing too hard for God. And so we're just going to trust God and we're going to dig deep. And we just believe God's going to bless us to do this and to continue to be have an excellent spirit in all that he have entrusted us with. And so I don't want to put a damper on the service. That's something to get excited about. Amen. Uh, we thank the Lord for his goodness. Um, the Lord's been faithful to us. Uh, this campus and the facilities that he blessed us with have insurable value of close to $2.4 million. Amen. We don't have hundreds and thousands of people here. But look what the Lord have done. Y'all not helping me. Praise God this morning. And we're not bragging. Amen. But we are thankful because God have a work for us to do and can't nobody stop it. Amen. Can't nobody block it. What God has promised you, he will perform it. And so he watches over his word to perform it. And as we preach this month, and we have been talking for the past three months now, this will be the third month, about the supernatural, faith for the supernatural. Everybody say that I have the faith for the supernatural. Amen. This is not about believing God for stuff, but this is about trusting God that he can do exceedingly, abundantly, Above all that we ask or think, it's time for you to stop living with low expectations and low uh, vision. It's time for you to get a big vision for your life, a big vision because you serve a big God who cares about you. He wants you to be blessed. He don't want you to be sick. Amen. He don't want you to be broke. Praise the Lord. He don't want you to be in chaos in your family. Amen. He wants to bring all things together. He wants to make all things new. And listen, if you have the faith, he's got the power, amen, to come into the middle of whatever you are going through right now and to turn it around. And I just believe there's some folks in this room that need God to turn some things around. Amen. I wish I had time to share with you just in the past 48 hours. Amen. Some things that I saw firsthand. God turned around right in front of me. Praise the Lord. And he can do anything if we have faith, if we trust him. And, and I don't want to tell somebody else's testimony, but I'm telling you, 
I've seen the supernatural take place. Amen. And I just believe God's got more that he wants to show us, that he wants to reveal to us. We go to Mark chapter 6. I don't have a lot of time this morning, but verse 45 through 52. Uh, the last time we preached, we talked about how Jesus fed 5,000 men, not including women and children, and how he took it and he blessed it and he breaked it, and he took their not enough, and it became more than enough, and there was a surplus and overflow. Here in this text, if we look at Mark chapter 6, verse 45, we have some subsequent events where Jesus is with his disciples. In verse 45, it says immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethesda. While he sent the people home, after telling everybody goodbye, Jesus, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. There's a message in that. Late that night, the disciples were in the boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land, and he saw that they were in serious trouble. I want to declare to you that God sees you. Amen. He sees you. Somebody say, he sees me. Sometimes we're wondering, does God see me? Does he see my situation? Does he see my family? Does he see my finances? Does he see my sickness? Does he see my brokenness? Does he see whatever trouble I am in? I declare to you that he does see. Verse 48 says he saw they were in serious trouble. I bet you this morning I declare to you today, even now, our world is in serious trouble. Our country is in serious trouble. Come on. Our communities are in serious trouble. Many of our schools and organizations, institutions are in serious trouble. The truth be told, the church as an institution at large is in serious trouble. But I want you to know that God sees it. He cares about it. And he knows how to do something about it. Somebody say God sees it. He cares about it. And he's going to do something about it. He saw they were in trouble, and he saw they were rowing hard, struggling against the winds and the waves. You ever feel like that? Here's really the picture of what happens to us in life. Life is full of storms. Come on, life is full of trouble. Come on. The Job says, surely a man is full of days are short, but they're full of trouble. Come on, there is sometimes this struggle where we are struggle against. Seem like we fighting the wind. Come on, we fighting the waves. Sometimes you think you fighting with people. Amen. But really a lot of time you fighting your own inner self. Come on. You fighting your own come on mental health. You fighting your own physical health. You fighting your own spiritual health. There's evil wickedness in high places. There's warfare going on. Somebody say there's warfare going on. Come on, Remnant Church, that's why we do so much praying. If you look here at this same setting, while they had been sent off to their next destination, Jesus went up to pray. Amen. And while he was praying, there was a storm that came. 
And listen, a lot of times when we decide we're going to get in a place with the Lord, when we decide we're going to walk with the Lord, when we decide we're on a way, a journey with the Lord, there becomes these winds that start blowing. Some of you say, when I was serving God, I didn't have half the trouble I was having. I'm having right now. When I was serving God, I didn't have half. When I wasn't serving him, I wasn't having half the problems I'm having. But as soon as I gave my life to Jesus, as soon as I raised my hand and said I was a Christian, it looked like attacks started coming. It looked like the marriage started crumbling. It looked like my children started acting up. It looked like my money started getting funny. I'm preaching to anybody in here this morning that decided that they were going to walk with Jesus, that they were going to go to the assignment that God has called them to go toward and go to, but they seem like you are struggling against the winds and the waves. It seemed like, amen, the very prayers you were praying, the things are going in the opposite direction. It seems like, amen, the more faithful you get, it seems like the more you clean up your life, it looked like it's harder to pray. It looked like it's harder to praise. It looked like folk start acting crazy around you and on you, amen, but don't you know that Jesus sees you in your trouble. And listen, it says it was about three o'clock in the morning that Jesus came toward them. And this says here, he was walking on the water. Listen here, that's supernatural right there. That Jesus here was in his human form, amen, but he was 100% human, he was 100% divine, and in the middle of the storm, he gets on the water and he walks out there in the middle of this lake where they are at, and they see him. But it says, when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were terrified when they saw him. Why is our reaction that way? When the Lord show up and when the Lord show out, sometimes we draw back and we get in a place of fear instead of moving more into a place of faith and we allow the enemy to make us think we crazy. Come on, some of you think this morning that you have got, the devil's got the upper hand in your life, that you are going against the wind. Come on, that you are doing the wrong thing. Amen. And that you ought to just let go of this stuff. Amen. And he's trying to terrify you. Amen. With problem. He's trying to terrify you with situation. You being nice to folk and all of a sudden they're not being nice to you no more. Come on, you start tithing. Listen, you start blessing in the offering and all of a sudden bills start coming. Stuff start breaking down. Come on, but I want you to Trust God today to know that whatever storm is going on in your life, whatever problems are raging, come on. He's your shelter. He's your anchor. And he knows how to step on the water. Come on. He knows how to walk into your situation and turn it around for your good. Come on. The scripture said, Roman 8 and 28, that all things work together for good to those that love God. I don't care what's going on. I don't care how it looks. I don't care how you feel. I know that if you cast your cares upon him that he cares for you i know that he is a very present help in the time of trouble come on if god can feed five thousand if he can take a little boy's lunch then he can go into this storm and he can help them while they're on the way to their next destination come on life is full of storms but one thing i want you to know that storms don't last always when i woke up this morning i didn't know it but it said there was a severe thunderstorm warning here in Oklahoma County. But by the time I got to church, I was here about 8 a.m., amen. And by the time I left, there's about 
10 a.m. to go change my clothes. Listen, it didn't look like nothing ever happened. Come on, the sun was out. Come on, the clouds had gone away. Come on, and the sun was shining. And listen, that's the way things happen sometimes. We wake up in the morning and it's a storm. But by the noonday, come on, things will shift and turn around. And listen, God is a good God. And sometimes we focus on the storm. We focus on the wind and the rain instead of the God that made it, instead of the God that can control it. And the God can say, listen, I know how to pull the curtain back on this thing and show you my wonder and show you my glory and show you my power. And listen, I declare that's what God's getting ready to do in your life even now. Come on, while hell is breaking loose, while prices are going up, while it looks like they aren't giving out no promotions on your job, while the interest rates are rising, God's going to bless you. Come on, somebody say, I got faith for the supernatural. Come on, I got faith that God can fix my situation. I got faith that God can bless my business. I got faith that God can save my family members. I got faith that God can anoint my hands to do a work for him. Come on, I got faith that God can heal and deliver. Does anybody got faith this morning? Ooh, praise the name. There's always something we can learn in a storm. Come on, the revelation of Jesus' person. Come on, he showed himself to his disciples. While this was happening, he stepped out on the water. But sometimes this showing of power causes fear. It causes misunderstanding. And sometimes it even causes hardness of heart. And I declare to you right now, don't let the season you're in make you bitter. Don't let the season you're in right now cause you to walk away from God. Don't let the season you are in that's temporary cause you to make permanent decisions because you have a destiny and purpose in God. And listen, I don't care how bad the storm is. Keep your mind fixed on what God has said he's going to do. Hallelujah. Following Jesus is not measured by perfect or complete understanding, but it's by being in the boat with him when things get difficult and do not go as planned. When things aren't going as you have envisioned, don't get out of the boat. Come on. When things are going the opposite direction, when the wind is blowing and beating against your life, come on, don't reject God. Come on. This happens sometimes in our relationships. Amen. That's why I understand sometimes folk in church, amen, as soon as somebody look at you, talk to you, you get funny, amen, start acting crazy. But listen, we got to learn how to allow our relationships to be tested, amen, and not allow ourselves to run away, amen, instead of confronting the situation where we are. Come on, let, let, let trouble drive you apart. Come on, I'm speaking to couples in here. I'm speaking to some of you on your job. I'm speaking to some of you in areas of your business. Don't run away from what God have called you to because the devil is trying to get you to walk away and change your testimony. Come on, he's trying to get you to let go of God's hand. Come on, you've got to have faith for the supernatural. Yes, Lord. Don't let trouble drive you apart from Christ, but let it bring you closer in your relationship. Amen. You are in a covenant relationship with God and God places you in covenant company with people that love him and care about you and you've got not to allow come on a little wave and a little wind and a little storm to cause you to act stupid and act silly and jump overboard. Amen. But get in a place where you believe God. 
you're going to come through victorious if you don't let your emotions get in the way. Come on, if you don't let your emotions trick you, amen, to know that God will turn your situation around for good. Whatever you are going through right now, start looking at the situation different because it's happening for your good. Come on, there's some things that have happened to me and around me that did not feel good and did not look good, don't seem good, but I believe God can turn it around for good. Little did they not understand that in the middle of the storm that they were in, that they were being supported by a man, that they could step out into a new dimension and walk with Jesus on the water in the midst of the storm. Now, it does not say that they did that. Come on. But listen, it does let us know, amen, that whenever we are in a place that's turbulent, amen, it's a time, amen, where we can see God take us to a new level in our faith. Amen. Your faith will not only carry you to your next, but it will keep you where you are right now when you're in the middle of the storm. I declare to you today, Jesus intentionally sent them into the boat so they could head to Bethesda. He sent away the crowd. It was during the night. Come on, that spiritual night. They were in the middle of nowhere. They were in the middle of lake. Some of you feel like that. I'm in the middle of nowhere. It's dark. Things are dim. Come on, but Jesus is not physically in the boat, but he's not left me alone. Come on. I can't touch him with my physical hand, but I know that his hand is still upon my life. Come on, Jesus is spending time with the Father. Come on. And listen, we've got to be consistent in our prayer life. If you want to experience the supernatural overflow of God, we have to keep a prayer flow. Come on, you got to keep the prayer going. You've got to keep fasting. Come on, it's not something you cut on and cut off in January because it's the new year, but you develop a consistent relationship before God. Come on, don't forget, come on, that you, amen, have a vision, that you have a purpose. And listen, when you aspire to spirit's trouble, when there are storms that rise, come on, don't lose sight of Jesus. Don't forget that he's on the shore. Don't forget, amen, even when it's dark and it don't look like you can see him, that he can still see you. Come on. When it looked like you can't feel him, he's still there with you. Come on. Come on. He's with you when you can't see him. And when you can't feel him, that's why faith is important because in, then it's in a place of faith where his power, his strength, and our hope is built when we are in the storm. Thank you, Jesus. What does your faith look like before the storm? What does it look like during the storm? What does it look like after the storm? It ought to grow stronger. It ought to get richer. Come on, it got to go wiser. Come on, I'm not in the place that I used to be because I've been through some stuff with the Lord. Come on, and if I don't go through some stuff with the Lord, I'm going to miss, amen, the moments where he wants to build up in me what I need when I'm being harassed. Come on, because that's what that meant when the waves were raving. Amen, they were being harassed. They were having great difficulty. Come on, they were in a lot of trouble. They were in serious trouble. Come on, there was a torturous progress in their rowing. They were hard-pressed in their rowing. They were toiling. They were struggling hard to row the boat. They were rowing with difficulty. One translation says they were straining against the oars. They were laboring. Come on, but they were making headway. Come on, but they were making headway painfully. And many of you were making headway. You're not where you used to be. You're not where you want to be. And it's painful in 
the process to get there, but yet inside God is building up supernatural faith so that you can conquer anything. We've already seen God work the miraculous. So why not trust and believe he can deal with the storm you're in right now? You may encounter trouble, but God sees you. And God has power over your situation. Come on, get out of this safe place. It would have been easier not to get in the boat. Amen. Maybe I'll walk and go another way. Come on, but no, I'm going to do what God say. Come on, I'm going to go where God say go. I'm going to live like God say live. Come on, and sometimes we think to experience the supernatural, we've got to do something special. But listen, the only thing that supernatural requires is that you stay in faith and stand in faith of who God is and what God said. Because Jesus told them before they ever got in the boat that I'm with you always. Come on, and he's with you. Come on, and your faith declaration is not a denial of your problem. Clearly, there was a storm. Clearly, there was in tr they were in trouble. Clearly, there was a situation of distress. But things were going as planned because God was with them in the middle of the storm. God is reliable. He is dependable. He is faithful. And he will carry you through your storm. Don't change your yes because of your yesterday. But let your yesterday strengthen your yes. Somebody say, I'm not going to change my yes because of yesterday, but I'm going to let my yesterday strengthen my yes. God is with you right now. He knows how to show up. He knows how to walk on the water. He knows how to speak to the waves. He knows how to speak to the wind. And he wants us to respond to him in faith with praise and give him glory for his protection and provision and presence Instead of falling into doubt and fear, come on, even though, amen, we're in this season of the supernatural, I declare, and I believe there are storms that are happening. There are storms that are coming, but in the midst of the storm, we're going to see Jesus walk through some things. We're going to see Jesus walk on some things. We're going to see Jesus shift some things. We're going to see him in a new way, in a new light. Amen. Because you didn't walk away, because you didn't run away, because you didn't give up, because you didn't quit, because you didn't allow what you were going through to change your confession, because you don't allow your emotions and your natural and human senses to overtake your spiritual perspective. Keep and stay in faith for the supernatural, even when things are dwindling in your account. <laughs> Come on, even when it looked like you don't know how you're going to put two and two together, stay in faith with God. Even when it looked like folk not calling you and they not there going to help you. When it looked like, amen, you've been passed over. When it looked like God don't see where you are and what you're going through, don't lose faith for the supernatural. I want you to have faith in God. I declare and I believe that in this season, even in this month, Many of you, some of you have already seen it, and some of you are going to see God supernaturally turn some things around that don't make sense. He's going to do some things in a way, amen, that over exceeds your expectations. He's going to show up, and he's going to cause some things to shift. He's going to cause some things to settle down that are turbulent. Come on, he's going to cause some things, amen, to go a different way than what it looks like it should have went. But you've got to stay in faith. 
Don't change your yes because of your yesterday. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Too many of us keep digging up stuff. Amen. And we're digging it up the wrong way. Come on. There's some things we need to bury. Amen. And then there's some things we need to carry. And we got to know the difference. Come on. Somebody say, Lord, help me to know the difference. Come on. I'm going to stop preaching. I've already been up here too long. Amen. God wants you to have faith for the supernatural. Come on. Something good is going to happen to you. Amen. God knows how to send. Amen. Peace where you are. Thank you, Jesus. He knows how to send peace where you are. Somebody say, Lord, that's all I want is peace right now. Come on. All I need is joy right now. Come on. All I need is to feel your love right now. Been tormented. Been tortured. Been harassed. Come on. Things been going difficult. They've been hard. I've been rowing hard against the waves. I've been toiling. I've been struggling. But Lord, I thank you that I'm moving into this season. Amen. With things. Amen. I'm just going to start selling. I'm going to start coasting. What's been difficult not going to be as difficult as it used to be. What was hard? What was a chore? What was a toll? Going to become easy. Amen. What used to take me a long time to get with. Amen. It's just going to start to happen more quickly. Come on. The thing. Amen. That used to take forever. Amen. Amen. I used to have to fast for three days and three nights about. Amen. I'm just going to speak in faith and see God shift things right in front of me. Come on. Does anybody believe? Amen. That God is who he says he is. That Jesus is not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he should repent. That he's not a figment of your imagination. That you didn't make this stuff up. That this isn't a magic and a fairy tale. But God is a good God. He's a great God. He's a powerful God. He's an all loving God. He's an all showing God. And that he cares about you. He's not trying to drown you in the middle of the lake. But listen, he's trying to carry you to your next place of purpose. He's trying to carry you to the next place of destiny. Thank you, Jesus. Don't give up on your dream just because you're in the middle of the night and you're in the middle of the lake and because the weeds are beating against your life. Come on. Let the devil know that, listen, you can take stuff, but you can't take my praise. Come on. You can take stuff, but you can't take my confession of faith. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to stay with God. Stand to your feet all over the building, those of you that can. I've got faith for the supernatural. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He's going to save that boy. He's going to save that girl. Come on. He's going to break that addiction. He's going to break that bondage. Come on. He's going to bless you. Come on, with that home. I don't care if they say you don't qualify for this. Come on, I don't say care if they say you're not eligible for that. Come on, God is doing some things even now while there's storms. Thank you, Jesus. He's canceling some bills while there's storms. Come on, there's things showing up in your account that you weren't expecting while there's storms. Come on, there's blessings coming your way while there's storms. Come on, I'm declaring, won't you receive it in this house? Come on, come on, there's healing coming in this storm. Come on, there's deliverance and breakthrough in the storm. Somebody say, Lord, I thank you for the storm because you're the storm maker and you're the storm breaker. Thank you, Jesus. He is the one that command the wind and the waves. Come on, they said in another scripture, what manner of man is this? Even though the winds and the sea and the waves obey him. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Cancer's got to bow. Come on, diabetes and heart trouble got to bow. Come on, five 
blood issues got to bow. Come on, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Jesus is Lord, and he's not just Lord. Amen. When it's things are well, when things are going good, but he's Lord in the storm. He's Lord in the rain. He's Lord in the night. He's Lord in the day. Come on, he's Lord of my life. I just don't serve him, amen, because of how I feel. But I serve him when I don't feel like doing it. Come on, truth be told, I told my wife yesterday, I don't feel like preaching today. Hallelujah. Come on, I love the Lord, hey, but sometimes I just don't feel like doing it. Amen, but I've got faith even when it's difficult, even when it's hard, even when it's a struggle. Come on, that God is going to manifest himself, that he's going to turn things around, that he's going to save, that he's going to heal, that he's going to deliver, that he's going to set free. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of God. Come on, I believe God. I trust God. I'm going to see God because he sees me, and he's going to keep me in the midst of the storm. My expectations, they may be great, but they're not greater than God. Come on, I don't know what's in this envelope because I didn't open it up. I didn't read it and close it back. Amen. They're going to start talking about it up here. Amen. But I believe God got something he's going to do that he's got to do. There's some things that have got to change. Amen. Can't nobody do it but him. You're going to see, amen, that he's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul bless his name he's a wonder in my soul he's a wonder in my in my soul bless his name. Come on, say that. He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder. Hallelujah. Glory in my soul. Bless his name. Yes, he is in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. Thank you, Jesus. Bless his name. And that's why my soul loves Jesus. Hallelujah. My soul. Loves Jesus, my soul loves Jesus. Bless His name, my soul loves 
Jesus loves Jesus my soul loves Jesus bless his name yes Lord yes Lord thank you Jesus yes Lord Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. And we bless you in this place. We thank you, Lord, because you have given us faith to see the supernatural take place in our life. Lord, you an awesome wonder. We thank you today. God, that eyes haven't seen, ears not heard. We thank you that we haven't seen anything yet. You are yet in control. Whatever we're dealing with, whatever storm we're in, oh, God, we thank you today. God, you are the master of the sea. And, Lord, we thank you today that you told us to get on the boat and to go. And we thank you for you've given us to get on the old ship of Zion. Yes, Lord, you know there's no danger in the water. Oh, God, when the winds and waves are raging against us in the life, God, that you are there in the middle of it all, and you're walking, listen, by our side. We thank you today, God, because you control our destiny. Oh, Lord, and we thank you today, God, that the devil don't have no more power, amen, than what he's received from you. And today, we thank you today is null and void because there's victory in Jesus, and he has dominion and authority over all things. And we thank you today is not just things we can't see, but things we can see. Lord, we thank you today there's some tangible needs in this room. There's tangible storms in this room. There's tangible turbulence in this room, but there's power in your name to shift and to turn things around. And we thank you for doing it now in the name of Jesus. You see that man, that woman, that boy, that girl, you see that problem, you see that financial situation, you see that turbulent relationship. God, you see that turbulent storm. Whatever it is, God, it sees you today. And we thank you today that Jesus is Lord and he's got power over all things. We're not going to get in fear, but Lord, we're going to move in faith. God, we're not going to get in a place of doubting. We're not going to allow our heart to get hard. But Lord, we thank you today that we have joy in the midst of the storm. We've got peace in the midst of the storm. We thank you we've got deliverance and victory in the midst of the storm. We thank you we're going to see a miracle in the midst of the storm in Jesus' name. And we give you praise for it now. Lord, we thank you today. God, you're the rain.